your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. You're going to want to pull that closer. Uh, uh, we've got Romy Landre in here with from Mayo Health Clinic. Mayo Health Clinic, I do that right, right? Oh, Mayo Clinic, <laughs> Mayo Clinic Health System. Sorry, I'll turn your mic on to you. Uh, she's a dietitian at Mayo. Um, specializes in weight management and eating disorders, yes. which we all are going to be plagued with in the next two days. I right. think that's what's going to happen. If you guys want to get in here, if you have questions about maybe, maybe just if you want some advice heading into the holidays, Thanksgiving, obviously coming up, Christmas, uh, engorging ourselves for a month and the weather probably getting colder. Therefore, you know, we're just going to get into hibernation mode. And I think our bodies psychologically do that a little bit too. Do you ever, do you know anything about that? Like how you, you're almost like the bear mentality, like your, your body psychologically, or maybe just naturally wants to bulk up a little bit in the winter because it's colder. Is that a, that's something I read that's not true. I've heard of that for the winter. I'm not a hundred percent how much of it is like science-based or just like we're cold. So we're craving warm, like comforting starchy foods. Yeah. You know? And blankets, right. <laughs> right. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Now, do you, before we get into all that, and and feel free to text or call now while we're talking, but do you just want to dis- just talk about your job at Mayo? I know you were here, was it a month ago or more? A little, yeah, a little over a month ago, I think. And, you know, we talk about that, but not everyone's listening. So just, you know, kind of what you specialize in and, and what you're doing on an everyday basis at Mayo as a dietitian. Sure. So I've been at Mayo for six years, um, and I kind of do a little bit of everything. So today on Mondays, I'm at the Onalaska Clinic doing weight management, eating disorders, allergies, basically anything you could see a dietitian for. Um, and then allergies, aller- like food allergies. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I think I, yeah, issues. I'm allergic to beer. So I'm allergic know. to beer. Yeah. Um, and then the other days of the week, I might be in the hospital working with patients. I work a lot with patients on tube feedings. I work with our food service system. I do a lot of different things. Now, do you see, uh, you know, like obviously you're, 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 you're specializing in people that have really have a problem with, with eating or weight or right. That's yeah. They're like at the top of the, maybe they're outliers almost by the, by anyone's standards. That's right? probably a lot of what I see, although I see the whole spectrum. Yeah. So when, when it comes to, uh, our eating and drinking habits, can you, can you point to maybe just a couple of things that this, these are big problems in society right now? Maybe it's that in front of you that, sure. <laughs> that I've got that I just grabbed from uh, the store. Oh, a couple of things in general. That would be kind of hard. I think, you know, of course, everyone says portions, uh, and that's what I'm thinking, like, in mind with Thanksgiving and the holidays coming, portions. I think our drink calories is, are really sneaky and get uh, add up really quickly. Um, and then maybe lack of exercise. I mean, there's it depends on where you go, and they're all pretty general problems. But um, the way the way that we eat now, I think a lot of people are are, are they don't have time. They don't have time to cook food. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's why I point to that is do you do you feel like that's one of the big problems and I'm I'm pointing to uh, <laughs> the fried chicken that I got at the gas station uh, just right before the show and gravy filled mashed potatoes I had to put gravy on it, which I'm not a big fan of I didn't know that mm-hmm. um, but I'll make you eat that no um it, you know is that a big problem or is that is is that less of a problem than okay so you don't have time to eat but like you could still find food out there that that isn't going to you know like contribute to your weight. I think that is a big part of it, the perception of not having enough time or enough money to cook and eat well. Um, and I know we're all super busy, but, you know, grabbing fried chicken at Quick Trip, it's, or I probably shouldn't say it's brand, fine. sorry. They, they <laughs> know they have fried chicken. Okay. We all know what fried chicken is and how healthy it is for us. Um, but, you know, there are healthier options depending on where we go. We're lucky that a lot of our convenience stores have healthier foods, but some of those healthy convenience foods may be more expensive than 
other healthy foods. Yeah, I also find it funny when you go to a fast food restaurant and the burger is a dollar and the salad's four fifty right. or something. And it'll be like, wait a minute, like what's but going? You could make the same salad at home for closer to a dollar, probably. Yeah, just go grab a grab. I like to just grab a head of lettuce and eat it like an apple, That's like an apple, nice. Um, but lettuce not that great for you. I've heard. Anyway, uh, 608-785-7914, Better Hearing Center, talk and text line. You got questions for Romy, uh, send them in, call us. Uh, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving dinner and maybe just in general Thanksgiving and gorging ourselves. Uh, the the idea of working out versus eating less or eating in moderation. I'm just looking at my notes here. Um, you, you brought up drinking like uh, holiday drinks. We Not only do we eat too much, we drink too much. So these are mm-hmm. things that, that we're going to talk about uh, in the next hour. Uh, we'll be back. we got to do the news, and we'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Romy Laundry from Mayo Health. Mayo, no, I forgot. Dang it. <laughs> Mayo Health Clinic, right? Like Mayo Health. Oh, Mayo, Mayo Health Clinic Health System. Mayo Health Clinic System. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> dietitian, weight and weight management, eating disorders, but kind of sees the whole spectrum of you know the the eating world. I guess is that what you want to call it? Yeah. And uh, obviously, with the holidays coming up and Thanksgiving coming up, I thought it'd be interesting to to bring you on again and, and just talk about that when. When you, I don't know, do you have to give people advice about Thanksgiving? Or I guess what advice could you give people when when it comes to, I'm going to eat, you know, five pounds of food right. on, on Thursday? Of course, like you always want to say moderation, but I get that it's a it's a holiday around food, right? So I, we try to recommend people try to try to focus on your family and your activities for the day and then kind of make it like treat yourself that day, but get back to your normal routine. Don't make it like a from Thanksgiving till New Year's kind of thing. Yeah. And that's hard to do, I think, because uh, the weather yeah. changes. So people often, you know, if you're you're somebody who likes to go outside for walks or, or runs even, or just, you know, do stuff outdoors. Mm-hmm. That gets a lot harder to do as here's, here's the dilemma I always have is we play in a huge basketball tournament at my high school. Like it's an alumni basketball, every team, every class has a team. So 97, cool. we're 97. So we have a team we, and you know, some are combined. We're the second oldest team. And I'm always like, okay, I gotta be ready for this basketball. Cause it's, it's two days and it's like, we all, we're all dead afterwards. <laughs> and uh, November hits, and it gets colder, and then we go through Thanksgiving in December, and then I, my whole routine gets gets messed yeah. up. So uh, then I go in. We all go into this basketball tournament as co- the the most out of shape of all the, oh, like no. the entire year. So it's like the kind of the worst thing. Um, but like, like, is there a now when you're talking routine? Is there do you see a lot of people get out of their eating routine? Like they're 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 trying to stick to a diet or just trying. Like, why, why is that? Because I I feel like Thanksgiving, does Thanksgiving like tip people off or just set people off? Is that what happens? I think it's, you know. Is it Bing Crosby? Is it it, that song? Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Like those songs playing the radio bring you back to a, like a time when you're a kid and you start eating candy and. I think that's part of it. I also just think that, I mean, we get super busy between Thanksgiving and December, getting ready for Christmas, buying presents. There's so many parties, like every week it feels like. Um, and then everyone's baking and all those cookies and things are at the office. They're at home. They're everywhere. Um, so I think getting out of their normal eating routine because you're busy and there's different stuff going on, but getting out of your exercise routine again because you're busy and you're preparing and seeing people, which is great. But I don't know. I think, you know, you got to take time for you and exercise is a great form of self-care. Now, when you talk about exercise, we were just 
discussing this, the show off the air, uh, as opposed to the show we're doing now, but uh, we could bring this up. The, the, the exercise aspect of, of trying to uh, stay healthy is important, but when it comes to somebody that's trying to lose weight, exercise isn't as important as, as what you're putting into your body. Right. What you eat is going to play a bigger role on your weight and whether you're losing weight or not, definitely more than exercise. Um, But exercise becomes the most important actually after you've lost the weight and you're trying to maintain that loss. Okay. So after I've, you know, dropped the 45 pounds I need to drop, (laughs) then it's time to get the gym membership or, I mean... It, 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 you're not saying just don't exercise until right, you no. lost the weight though. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, uh, if you exercise like four hours a day, it's not necessarily going to turn into you're losing way more weight than you would have if you're exercising like the 30 minutes, like, you know, it, it, it'll help more. So when you exercise, the biggest benefit, or I shouldn't say the biggest, one of the biggest benefits is you're improving your muscle mass, which increases your metabolism. Mm-hmm. So it does make it easier to lose weight. But again, what you eat plays a bigger role. Um, there's this thing, have you heard of, uh, the national weight control registry? No, maybe I'm just a nerd. Um, <laughs> Definitely so you're a nerd. I think it's really, really funny. They call themselves the successful losers, which okay, is a great yeah. oxymoron, right? So they, it's people that have lost 30 pounds and kept it off for more than a year. And then they, they take the data and habits from those people to be able to tell people what works. So like 90% of the people that have lost weight and kept it off exercise for an hour a day. Okay. The problem with exercising for me and you 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 joke like four hours a day isn't really gonna help mm-hmm. and you know at some point in my life there was a there was a time where I was I wasn't at four hours but and you know you could you could you know pick and choose what you want to call exercise but I was playing basketball I was going out for basketball at college and then uh you know just the the lifting weights and and then the recreational stuff and it was probably around four hours a day but I ate more that at that time right. because I'm so hungry so from working hungry. out. And that's happened mm-hmm. uh, periodically in my life. It's like, wow, I really feel good about the, the hour and a half. I, I went for a hike and then I went and lifted weights and I played some basketball. And then I like killed it all because I ate right. you know, an entire piece. And it's still good for you. Yep. You know, the exercise is good for your body. But you're right. Calorie wise, if you're if your hunger cues are way out of whack or really really high yeah it's easy to undo the calories you burn is, is there something you can do to you know when it comes to eating habits like you know you're going to work out for an hour and you know like i also i have a dog so i know mm-hmm. i'm going to be walking my dog for 45 minutes to an hour or two mm-hmm. and i know that's going to make my hungry should i should i preemptively be eating something or is there is there a way to not you know like after all that stuff i'm going to engorge myself because my body's telling me i'm super hungry Right. I, I think it's good to have scheduled snacks throughout the day so you don't get too hungry. Because I think most of us are pretty rational people, rational eaters. But once you get to a certain point that you're so hungry, we just can't make good decisions, right? So <laughs> You just eat anything and everything. So should I have like a couple of those fried chicken chickens. things just laying, like <laughs> have them ready to go? Like that's when you say snacks, that's that's, that's probably what you the, think of. <laughs> yeah, that's a, no, what I'm when I hear snacks, I'm I'm, I'm automatically going to. Uh, you know, I had a, a Christmas party yesterday and it, and it was more, more less party and more just a meet and greet, but, uh, they had snacks and it was little Debbie snake rolls, uh, snake rolls. That would be different. Uh, cake rolls. It was all that like uh-huh. nutter butters and like, just, Interesting. And I was like, well, this isn't, I'm not eating any. And then soda, right? Like mm-hmm. they, those were the only things out there to eat. So I was like, well, this isn't, I'm like, I got to stay away from this entire table because, yeah. so when you say snacks, you're <laughs> thinking like, I mean. yeah, I don't, I, I have a, 
a different perception of snack. I always have to be careful. When I say think of snack foods, I don't think of like chips or Little Debbies or whatnot. I think of like foods from the food groups, just smaller amounts. So like um, I usually think of some good protein and a healthy carb before or after you do some exercise like that. So like an apple and peanut butter or half a sandwich or, you know, string cheese and fruit or something like that and you know like me, you being smaller than and me being a bigger guy does does that matter like you say half a sandwich i'm like i'm gonna eat a whole sandwich well, lady. <laughs> right so but that, is that important because i'm obviously trying i would want to be the person trying to lose weight you're not so like is it important for me to like have some self-control there it depends on like the rest of your day so yeah. if you're someone who maybe you know you eat small meals all throughout the day so you know you have the calories that you can spend on that but if you eat three big meals plus then an extra sandwich that's you know more than a snack um does does the uh having you know like i think i we we talked about this last time but like four or five meals a day what is it five or six meals a day you should have small meals yes uh some research has shown that small frequent meals like four to six meals small meals a day can help improve metabolism okay and does that also help like if I'm having a couple like miniature meals and then at, at some point you're going to have like a regular meal, I would assume like if you're having five, four, what'd you say? Four to five. Yeah. Um, maybe one of those four to five is a, is a actual meal where you sit down and, and have like, you know, more food, but going into that, if you have these little like meals throughout the day, is that just going to tell your body, your body's going to tell you that you're not as hungry for, you know, quote unquote supper. Is that how that works? Yeah, that's the hope. And then, and also just that you're, you're stimulating your GI tract in your digestion, which burns a lot of energy. So eating small amounts throughout the day is supposed to help rev up your metabolism that way. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, it's a, you know, your, your body's burning and you probably have more energy hence you, cause you're filling up, right? Like you're right, gassing yeah. yourself up. Uh, 608-785-7914, the better hearing center talking text line, uh, Tom texted in, remember to wear your uh, brown pants on Friday. I don't know what that means. I, I, I think uh, I, I always think of Friends, the show Friends, when uh, Joey wears his Thanksgiving pants. Just very, very gi- gigantic, elastic pants. Uh, I will be wearing those. <laughs> um, w- when it comes to uh, Thanksgiving, you know, what? It, what is the biggest, you know, obviously, like, I'm eating all the food. But is there, can you point to a couple of things that, like, people really... Sh- like try not to do this on Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, I think, you know, try not to skip meals. I think there's this misperception that if you like fast beforehand, you're saving up your calories, but it's still, it's better to eat a normal breakfast or a normal supper or whenever your meal isn't, and then have a moderate sized Thanksgiving. I also think that drinks kind of sneak their way in and are a lot more, we get more calories through whether it's alcoholic or just other like fancy holiday drinks that we get more calories through that than we plan for. Um, when you, it was, I just had to laugh to myself when you said, don't skip meals on Thanksgiving. I'm like, nobody's skipping a meal on Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, maybe, maybe they don't eat breakfast because, but that's, that's what you're saying is yeah. still eat breakfast, even though you know, you're going to have 10,000 calories at lunch. Right. Because you're still probably, I mean, if you're starving by lunch, you're going to eat more than even if you were just moderately hungry or eat until the pa- past the point where you would be comfortably full versus, you know, can't get off the couch. But I like to go into Thanksgiving starving. Because yeah. if I don't eat six helpings of mashed potatoes, my parent, my mom, who and you know, like your grandparents, your mother, yeah. they're going to be offended if you're not. What's wrong? Is something wrong? Is the right. food not good? Do you, you know, like so. I I feel like you you can't use that advice. No, I'm just kidding. 
That is a problem for people trying to watch their intake around families. They mean the best, but it's do you not have that helpful. same problem? Like, or you, you maybe you're one that's helping prepare these meals. Like, do you gotta you gotta make sure that as mothers and you know, or whoever's cooking. I guess I'm being sexist there. Whoever's cooking a Thanksgiving meal, don't put the pressure on the people eating the meal to right. to engorge themselves. Right. Right. Um. 608-785-7914. If you guys have questions, if you, you, you know, like it doesn't have to be holiday related, you can call in, feel free. Uh, Romy is pretty knowledgeable across the spectrum when it comes to this stuff. Um, you know, some you, you, when you talked about holiday drinks too, I think uh, the first thing that came to my mind was eggnog. Um, but you're saying like uh, the alcohol is eggnog. Well, let's, let's go to eggnog and we could talk. Well, no, let's talk about the alcoholic drinks because you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um is there, is there can you is there one that you point to or is it just in general like people don't understand how many calories are in these kind of in general um but definitely you know like the creamier eggnogs and stuff that people make i don't even know all the is tom and jerry's is that one of the creamy ice creamy ones oh yeah my <laughs> my 80 year old neighbor uh, last year he was like you got it and i had no idea. tom and jerry that's a cartoon about a right, cat and a mouse right. you know and then yeah he made he made me one of those and i was like oh man this is good and he's like you want another one and i'm like absolutely They go down really really easy. And even, you know, things that are just like staples, like old fashioned, you know, one or two drinks per one for a female, one for a male per day. But at Thanksgiving, you're kind of doing it's an all day event, right? So you're probably drinking more than you normally would. Yeah. When you talk about uh, having little meals throughout the day, that's what people are doing with drinks, I think. Right. We're having a little old fashioned at noon and then one little, you know, you ought to have a drink after Thanksgiving and then here comes supper and the football game is on. Yeah. Um, so drink Are, more water. Yeah, right. Like that. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I, I made that joke to uh, to a friend of mine. At, at you know the strategy. Uh, maybe this you could tell me this is true. So when people are out drinking, the the strategy is to to kind of is it maybe the battle a hangover is for every drink you have, drink a glass of water. Yeah. Is that is that a hangover battle or just in general like going to help your body? Yeah, I mean both. So it, you're supposed to alternate a a drink with a glass of water. So you know you don't pound a drink and then pound water so you can pound another drink kind of thing but like take your time maybe a drink not every two an hour drink water helps with the hangover you know the dehydration symptoms and it is just better for your body your liver would this also work with food like if you oh, yeah. if you're at the dinner, I mean it would be weird to like it, like pound a whole like maybe maybe go into these dinners where you know you're going to eat a lot or mm-hmm. and you don't want to eat a lot would it be and just in general would it be smart to just like load up a little bit on on water, water. as opposed yeah. to caloric drink Actually, yeah, that is great. And even, you know, I tell people it's it's okay to eat a little more one meal, but wait, eat your first big portion. Try to wait 20 minutes, maybe sip on a glass of water and then decide if you are truly hungry or you just want to eat a lot more food. You know, there's a difference. And, what, why, and why is that? Like, Because if you're not hungry anymore, um, you know, it's, it's that would be a good stopping point, a good way to get in touch with your body. It's okay, again, to like want to eat a bit more, but then maybe you could wait an hour or two and not stuff and stuff does, does that 20 minutes i think i've read this too like you eat you know like your main course or whatever and then wait 20 minutes and if you wait because if you keep eating you're because your, your body's like i'm hungry now like i want to yes, eat but exactly. if you wait that 20 minutes you does your body go okay hey uh that thing you ate 20 minutes ago i'm good like i don't yeah is your body gonna tell is there cues that's because, gonna happen? like weirdly enough like your main um 
thing that tells you that you're not hungry anymore. It's a it's a hormone, not a nerve impulse. So it's not like you're instantly, oh, I'm full. You know, it takes a good 20 minutes for the for the food to get to the part where the nerve is secreted, or not the nerve, excuse me, the hormone is secreted, and then finally get up to your brain to be like, you know what, we're good. <laughs> that's enough. And that's probably why uh, you always hear eat slower too, yes. right? Like in general, not not just stop eating, but you like if you just eat slower, you're going to tend to eat less. Yes, because if you eat fast, you've already way past full. Again, you hard to do it. when your mom makes the meal and then she's like, why are you eating so slowly? You should be on your third piece of pie by now. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break for Scott's comment. The news will be back with Romy Laundry from Mail uh, after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914. If you've got questions, comments, you know, f- food-related, not just in general today. We're, we're doing a little bit of a food show in anticipation of Thanksgiving come up, coming up. Romy Landre is in, a dietitian at Mayo Health System. Mayo Clinic Health Mayo System. Clinic You're so Health close System. that time. There's too many words, Mayo. Come on. Just call it mayo. Uh, mayonnaise. Uh, mayonnaise is terrible for you, right? I don't like to make general like everything. You know, it's totally bad for you in moderation. Um, now, again, we're doing uh, we're doing a show off the air and then a whole no- a show on the air. We're talking about, uh, well, we talked about golden retrievers quite a bit because yeah. you grew up with a golden retriever. And I have a golden retriever, um, which is funny because... Uh, you know, and then right after that, we talk about fitness trackers. You mm-hmm. we talk about ways to uh, maybe kind of motivate you. You know, you know, I know you're a dietitian, so fitness tracking would be somebody that's more of a, a personal trainer or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like getting a dog, that would be a way to get you out and moving. Yes. And a fitness tracker, if you're motivated by that. But there are also trackers, and I mean, a number of websites probably uh, that track your food, like a calorie counter, essentially. Yes. And you, and it's really, do you, do you recommend one? Is there, is there one that you like the best? I actually, and I don't, you know, like to promote brands, but for functionality, my fitness pal is really nice. Okay. And, and you know, what essentially, can you just describe essentially what you're doing there? Yeah. Um, in my fitness pal, you mean like what it is. So it's a tracker and you can add in your meals and whatnot, but it's really nice in that there's a huge database. A lot of it's based on the USDA database. You can scan labels, like even for like smaller brands of things usually, and it will upload it right into your, your phone. It's really nice. So it's an app. Um, now if I scan, so I've got like a two piece thing of fried chicken in here and I don't know if there's a label on it, but if I scan that, but what if I had like the uh, the ten piece? Because I'm not eating all ten pieces. Oh, 10 pieces. Actually, I am. Well, then, <laughs> if you're not, you you have like a button where you can scroll to like if you're doing half a portion or if you're doing three times a portion. Okay, or so then you have to get the calculator out as well to do math. No, no, because it does it right on your phone. Oh, okay, it does it all for you. Um, how uh, can those things? You know, I can see those things helping. Can they be negative too on somebody's life? Like if they're, you know, like I feel like I don't do the My Fitness Pal or a, tra- a food calorie tracker because I'm going to be severely depressed <laughs> about how yeah. much, how many calories I'm eating. But that's kind of the point too. Like, hey, you need to stop because you're you're pumping in 5,000 calories a day and that's way too many. Yeah. I mean, it's a great learning tool to find out kind of where your opportunities for improvement are or where, you know, maybe something's a lot higher calories than you thought. For, so for people that have a decently healthy relationship with food and are trying to lose weight, tracking is super helpful. Um, now you've been doing this eight years, Yes. right? Uh, how have things changed in the last eight years? Can, you know, I'm always like, can you point to one thing? But I try to, you know, like, I'm sure it's very general and maybe, maybe things haven't changed a lot in eight years, but um, can you talk about like different trends that have like, you know, when I was yeah. in, 
middle school, I remember the food the food pyramid. Yes. And and like uh spaghetti what the grain the grain group was like 11 servings yeah and and now it it might as well be zero at that you know like for things like you know you really shouldn't eat bread you shouldn't eat like noodles like none of that's really that healthy for you but back in middle school i was at 11 servings a day you were supposed to get um you know which was you know 20 30 years ago but how uh how have things changed in the last eight years yeah, so actually the the my the my plate, have you seen that one? No. That's what, so the my plate came out I think in 2010. That's what they they made instead of the pyramid because like no one knew what to do with that 11 servings a day of grains and all that. So the my plate, it's a plate divided into four sections with a glass of milk next to it, and it's a visual reminder to get a fruit, a vegetable, a protein and a grain, preferably whole grain, not just, you know, like white bread and pasta you mentioned, um at most of your meals. But that's what everyone's eating is is, is bread, you know, like is there is there a go-to when you talk about grain, what are some of the best grains to eat? And and I are mean, we still at 11 servings? So the actual recommendation is six to 11. So it depends on like how many calories you need. Yeah. Um, But also, I mean, they recommend at least half your grains be whole. And I mean, the more, the merrier, the more that you can get in. So like whole grain, um, whole grain breads are even okay. Oatmeal, whole grain cereals, um, quinoa, fun stuff like that. Okay. None of those sound white, white rice, brown rice. Oh, brown rice. Okay. (laughs) So all that stuff sounds, I don't know what quinoa is. What is that? You've never had quinoa? No. So quinoa, it's technically, I mean, we refer to it as a grain. It's kind of a seed. It's got a, you use it like rice or couscous, but it's higher calorie, or not higher calorie, excuse me, higher fiber and protein Okay. both of those. All that stuff sounds like it's not healthy to me. Am I wrong there? Because you you say it's still 11 servings. I thought we changed that. So I guess 6 to 11, you said. Um, But all that, it's just like all carb heavy stuff that really I don't need, but is it? Is yeah. that stuff people should cut back on if they're trying to lose weight or is or, or how does that work? So there's actually there was this big study um, that analyzed a bunch of like lots of other studies about what is the best like macronutrient composition to lose weight. Is it low carb? Is it low fat, high protein and all of that? And really the the biggest indicator of success is whether a person could stick with the diet. So for you, like low carb might be best if you have trouble, like if you eat some of that food, you're going to overeat it. Or if you just, you know, you feel like you lose weight faster without it. Other people aren't big on protein, so they might have a higher fat, higher carb diet. But the biggest thing is sticking to the plan that you okay. can stick um, to. And then obviously like portion control. Yes. Is, is, well, which is always control part of and the exercise. Plan. Yeah, definitely. Um, now we talked about... We talk about drinks a little bit in terms of the holidays, because in the holidays we st- we tend to uh, maybe get nostalgic a little bit, or just into the ho- not even nostalgic, but just into the uh, the season of things. Is there is there a is there a way to to cut back on that stuff? You know, like so you're not just a lush on <laughs> at all these Christmas parties. Is is there a, is there a secret? Maybe there's a go to drink that yeah. you know, like okay, well, if like a brandy old fashioned is going to be better than. You know, the the creamy, you know, what were we talking about? Tom and Jerry drink? Yeah, or- <laughs> definitely, you know, eggnog and some of those creamy ones are going to be pretty high. Um, you know, going, of course, I don't, you know, recommend alcohol, um, but definitely alter- limiting the amount, trying to get more water in there. And even something like a like a cranberry juice and a Diet 7-Up or something like that to have a cranberry kind of sweet flavor, but not all the calories or even alcohol if you don't want it. Um, that's kind of a fun one. Well, and cranberry is super healthy, right? Like, yeah. Cran- but the idea that cranberry juice is healthy for you too—that's kind of a misnomer. The way the way a lot of cran like the way the a lot of cranberry juices you see on the store shelves, right? Like everything the, a lot is of them unhealthy. Are pretty sweetened, for you. yeah. Um, but- 
does that get annoying as as a as a dietitian when you when you maybe you get somebody in into the hospital uh and and they're talking about like no i'm really healthy i'm drinking cranberry juice you know like but it's you know 400 calories for every you know amount that because right. everything is at eight ounces but nobody's drinking eight ounces anyway so it is pretty funny because there's just so much nutrition information out there that it, it can be muddy like to get through it all and the things that people latch on to and think are healthy or not healthy it's just very inconsistent yeah um now you know, I talk about, is there, is there a good drink? And you, you don't like to like single things out, but like, we're going to start eating candy and cookies and, and stuff sure. like that. Like they're always going to be around for like the next month. Is there, are there better candies to eat or how do we, st- how do we stop ourselves from, from doing the, you know, like I'm going to have a cookie here, a cookie there. The cause that's yeah. like, cause when you talk about like, you should eat four or five small meals a day, that'll help you, you know, like portion control wise. Well, you know what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be eating. Cookies. I'm going to be eating a cookie every couple of hours because yeah. I'm going to walk. Even here at work, like they'll be, you know, they don't last very long because people hear that there's free candy in the, you know, the the commons area and it's gone. But you know, oh, I'm going to walk by and I'm going to grab a cookie, and then an hour later I'm going to walk by, and then by the end of the day I've had eight cookies, but I didn't even think about it. Right. Yes, those mindless cookies, <laughs> they make a big difference. Um, but I, you know, try to set your environment up. For success, because if you tell your, if you know, if you just walk into the office and say, I'm not going to eat a cookie today, but the cookies are sitting right there, you're probably going to eat a cookie today, right? So whether you have healthier snacks or you just walk somewhere that's not by the cookie dish, uh, try not to have them at home. Um, I mean, I think, you know, treating yourself around the holidays, it's a given, you know, try to indulge in your favorites here and there, but not like every day. And then make it, uh, you only get to indulge in this stuff on Thanksgiving and on Christmas Eve, maybe, you know, as opposed yeah, to I'm going to use this whole month to uh, right. take advantage of it. Try not the whole month. I do try, like, it's it's a, a balance for me in recommending things because I want to help people lose weight. But at the same time, working with eating disorders, a lot of, like, the restricting types of comments can be triggering, too. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, restricting types of comments? Yeah. So even just, like, saying, well, I can only eat this candy on Christmas Eve or something oh, yeah. like that. I mean, I, I just know people who that would be a kind of triggering comment. Yeah, then they're just thinking about candy anyway. Yeah, and it's Uh hard for I think a lot of people. Like, what's the hardest thing for somebody that has uh, that has a weight problem or eating disorder? Is you know, like, is this the hardest time for those kind of those people? I think it is a pretty hard time, and because I think a lot of family members maybe mean well, but family commenting on what they're eating or not eating, or even commenting on a weight in a way they think will help, it usually doesn't help. Like the person knows that they're over or underweight and, you know, you just got to focus on the family and enjoying the time with them Mm -hmm. rather than pointing out stuff that's going to make them uncomfortable. Sure. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. If you want to get in here, Uh, Romy Laundry from the Mayo System Health Clinic. A dietitian there in studio. Did I do it right this no, time? No, you're not even trying anymore. Mayo, Mayo Clinic, Clinic Health System. Health system. Uh, she's in studio with us. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back to uh, wrap up on wisdom. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914. Wrapping up here with Romy Landre, dietitian at Mayo Clinic Health System. Wrote it down correctly this time. Um last thing I, I really, you know, this is, I just think it's kind of a funny thing that I think, oh, maybe this would work. Heading into Thanksgiving, if I don't eat on Wednesday or if I don't eat on Friday because I'm going to be shopping anyway and just be out and about and I won't have time to eat because I'll be in line at Walmart, uh, will will that 
be a thing that works in terms of I'm going to eat twice as much food on Thanksgiving. Therefore, if I don't <laughs> eat on Wednesday or Friday, that is that something that works? I'm not sure that quite adds up. No. Um, and also, I mean, your your metabolism does slow down when you're fasting a bit. So if you fast for a long time before and after, um, you're not burning as much. And also, you're probably going to be pretty grumpy. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> you're not the best Black Well, Friday I mean, on shopper. Black Friday, everyone's going to be grumpy anyway. Right. So, okay. So it doesn't work to... Uh, in, in fact, it, it's probably to hurt you, right? If you yeah. don't eat on Wednesday or don't eat on Friday to make up for the whole... Right. It's better to still try to get your regular two, three meals in um, on the days or, you know, smaller meals like we talked about before, before and after, and still eat breakfast. Don't skip breakfast like we talked about before on Thanksgiving Day. And just, you know, try to be moderate. Okay. So, yeah, because if I'm not eating food, my body is like, oh, no, I'm I'm going into, uh, I'm going into fasting mode. I'm going to try to save save these calories or whatever yeah, right that's kind of right. how that works um what do you do on thanksgiving do you engorge yourself a little bit yeah as a dietitian does your you know I, i'm sure you get around with family do they do they always poke fun of you if you eat too much actually no my i'm pretty lucky in that most of my family are also decently like healthy eaters so we do get a lot of good vegetable sides and we still you know probably eat too much but Try not to overdo it. Um, what is the, you know, you're going to do this to you again. What is like the worst thing on the table at Thanksgiving? Like, I'm okay, like there's turkey, there's green bean casserole, there's that blob of cranberry <laughs> that comes out of the can, uh, mashed potatoes. I'm just thinking of what's at my Thanksgiving. So, I, you know, whatever, whatever else you yeah. can, is there, is there a couple of things like, you know what, stuffing is on there. Uh, maybe eat less of this. We always try to find an alternative green vegetable to the green bean casserole just because that cream soup that's in there, it's really high in fat and so high in salt. I know we didn't quite get to talking about sodium, but it's super high. Um, that is my favorite, though. So I do. If if it's there, I have a little bit. but Mashed potatoes. Are potatoes good for you at all? Potatoes are decently, you know, they're high in potassium and fiber. It's kind of, you know, the butter, cream cheese, whatever yeah. people put into it that kind of adds to it. To make them mash. Yeah. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've got an extra minute here. So uh, turkey-wise, uh, p- you know, t- when I eat turkey, I put a bunch of salt on it. Is that, mm-hmm. like, not a bunch, but, like, is salt, like, a problem when it comes to, you know, just in general, but, like, a holiday time, too, I feel like we're putting a lot of salt, salt on these. Yeah, things. I feel like a lot of, like, special holiday dishes are pretty high in salt. And for your average person, you should still, you know, not overdo it. If someone has heart issues, definitely watch the sodium. But, you know, try to season with other herbs and flavorings. And Is salt, salt a problem in general, or is that, like, a, a thing that was a problem years ago? Kind of like the fake butter. Like is is, oh, is sure. now fake butter is worse than actual butter, right? Like right. these are these are things that we're learning, right? As a and it, it's still um, it, it affects people people differently. Some people have a they're more sensitive to salt and they'll get blood, high blood pressure from it. One of I mean one of the biggest things is a lot of the foods that are high in salt um, are very processed and not good for us. And just in general, we do eat too much salt and it's okay not great for our hearts. All right, uh, that's gonna wrap it up. Thanks, Romy, for coming in again. Um, maybe we try to do this before or between Christmas and New Year's. Actually, you're going to have to see if you could talk to somebody that, that, that knows about personal training that'll right. come in, because I think that's what a lot of people uh, like to do, uh, right, right around the New Year's time is get that gym membership. Um, all right. We'll be, uh, I'll be back here tomorrow on wisdom. See you guys.